Well, hello, everyone. This is Weekday Devotion and Pastor Daniel. Glad you're with us. Today, we're going to continue looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 5 as we look at verses 9 and 10. So let's read this together. I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with the sexually immoral people, not at all meaning the sexually immoral of this world or the greedy and swindlers or idolaters, since then you would need to go out of the world. All right, so we're kind of breaking this next thought up into two days, today and tomorrow. Well, this first part kind of alludes to this letter Paul had already written the church at Corinth. So even though the letter we have is called 1 Corinthians, it's not the first letter written by Paul to the Corinthians. It's just the first one that was included in Scripture. But there was an earlier one, and in that, evidently, Paul had instructed the people to not associate with sexually immoral people. And what he meant by that was, do not associate with sexually immoral people who claim to be believers because they're not. And again, their leaven's going to spread to you. So this is an interesting teaching, and we're going to get to this a little bit later. Paul's not saying stay away from all people who are sexually immoral. Um, he's not saying that at all because he goes on to say, look, if we had to do that, we wouldn't be around anybody. We'd be always be hanging out by yourself um, because you can't just stay away from everybody. But when there's believers, people who claim to be believers, but they're living out sexually immoral lifestyles, they really should be under church discipline, which means if they're not repentant, that that will uh, mean that they will be excommunicated, uh, just like this man was, to be turned over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, so that in the day of the Lord, he'll still be saved. And so just an interesting thought here that Paul had commanded this to the people. Well, put that in our context today. You know, we live in we live in difficult times. I'm just going to just be totally honest. We live in hard times, times where it's really hard to carry out a lot of these scriptures because there's just such rampant sexual immorality uh, outside and you know even in the church. I mean, because in in Paul's day here, this this word for sexual immorality is pornea, uh, where we get our word pornography. But the word is, it's usually translated and intended to mean the concept of fornication, which is the physical act of sex outside of the marriage covenant. Well, you know, but you get into our case today, and I mean, there's a lot of fornication and adultery, but there's also a lot of pornography and all those things. And so, you know, where do we draw the line? When do we stop hanging out with believers? Um, because we also want to help them. Um well, we got to be true to Scripture, and if someone is claiming to be a believer, but they are not repentant, then we are to exercise church discipline, again, with the goal of repentance and restoration. But we're also called to love and to have a process. And so Matthew 18 gives us a pretty good process on how to handle these things, where if someone sins against us, or if we know that someone is caught in sin, uh, first you go and you talk to that person privately. That saves any embarrassment. Um, it keeps the matter confidential. Uh, you don't first run off and start talking, telling your friends about it. That's gossip and slander. That's that's really bad. But you go to the person and Matthew 18 says that if you your brother repents, you've won your brother. Good job. He said, but if he doesn't listen, then you go back taking two or three others with you. If he still doesn't listen, then you bring it before the church. Uh, and then uh, if he still doesn't listen to the church, then he's be treated like a tax collector, which means as though someone who's really not born again. 
So in that process, right, there's uh, the excommunication would be removal from as a member, removal from being able to participate in certain body life issues of the church. At the same time, you still want to evangelize them. What do we do with tax collectors? We evangelize them. And so there's just always a pursuit of restoration. Always. That is what we have in mind. And so, but Paul says, look, this is not only for sexual immoral, but also the greedy, the swindlers, those who are idolaters. Since Because if you stayed away from all of them who are not believers, you would have to go out of this world, which we kind of mentioned. So these issues of unrepentant heart, I just want to keep this, I'll be as clear as I can. The main point of this passage is not just about sexual sin. It's about unrepentance. It's about the lack of repenting to the Lord. That's the big deal. That's when church discipline comes in. Not because of the initial sin. It's not, this guy was going under church discipline, not because he was sleeping with his stepmom. It's because he was unrepentant about sleeping with his stepmom. It's the unrepentance that needs the discipline, not the sinful action itself. So just want to be clear about that. So how are you doing in repentance? What is going on in your life that you need to repent of? Um, Are you being honest before God? Are you being humble before the Lord? I pray today you walk tightly with Jesus. I'll talk to you tomorrow.